Hallelujah. Let's pray. Good morning, everybody. Father, we thank you for the privilege of hearing your word. We're hearers, we're listeners, we're doers in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this morning. Bless our hearts. Let your word come with power. Let it lift us in the name of Jesus. Blow, blow, blow like a mighty wind. Spirit of victory, cover us with your wings. Blow, blow, say, blow like a mighty wind. Spirit of victory, cover us with your wings. We want to see you. We want to see you. the Lord. Parables of Mercy, part one. Please be seated. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. We have to be very fast. Exodus chapter 34 from verse 6. Parables of Mercy, part one. We'll continue part two in the second service and then part three. Like Pastor shared, I encourage you, please follow through the service. There wouldn't be repetition. It would just be um, a continuation now scripture reveals to us the nature of God one of the ways that we know God is through the revelation of him from scripture scripture can help the believer to know God and in the revelation of scripture is the knowledge of the nature please follow carefully and the character of God so we can learn God as we study scripture and, and the Bible reveals the multifaceted nature of God. And we're going to examine one of those attributes. Exodus 34 from verse 6 and 7. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Verse 7. Keeping mercy for thousands forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin and that will by no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and the fourth generation next scripture psalm 145 from verse 8 and 9 we'll quickly look at a few scriptures psalm 145 from verse 8 and 9 it says the lord is gracious and full of compassion he's also slow to anger and great or plenteous in mercy verse 9 the lord is good to all and then it says his tender mercies are over all his works next verse lamentations chapter 3 from verse 22 and 23 we're revealing the scriptures that attest to the fact that god is a merciful and a compassionate God. The Bible says that his mercies are new every morning. It says, great is thy faithfulness. 22 and 23. 22 and 23. It says, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. And then it says, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning and his faithfulness is so great. Two more scriptures. Micah chapter 7. We'll start from verse 18 and 19. Micah chapter 7. Shalanda Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever, 
because he delighted in mercy he will turn again and he will have compassion upon us he will subdue our iniquities and thou will cast all their sins into the depth of the sea someone say amen psalm 89 please and verse 14 last scripture psalm 89 and verse 14 the bible says justice and judgment are the habitation or the foundation of your throne but then mercy and truth shall also go before your face so he's not only a god of judgment and justice he's also a god of mercy and of truth god is revealed from all these scriptures as an exceptionally merciful god and it is important we know the attributes of God because they will help us to relate with God and they will help us know what we should become because we become as we see him. Are we together? Believers are also encouraged like God to be people that show mercy and compassion. The Bible not only reveals the nature and the character of God as a merciful God, believers are encouraged all through scripture to be compassionate to be merciful ready for those scriptures number one proverbs chapter three just laying a few foundations proverbs chapter three we'll read from verse three and four proverbs three three and four look up please it says let not mercy and truth forsake you bind them about thy neck write them upon the table of your heart it says so by being merciful and by being compassionate you will find favor and good understanding in the sight of god and in the sight of man proverbs 11 verse 17 scriptures are good for our edification it says the merciful man doeth good to his own soul amazing that when you are merciful you are not only helping another but that you are doing good to your own soul but he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh matthew chapter 5 and verse 7 matthew chapter 5 and verse 7 let's read together it's projected ready read please blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy that means the reward for being merciful is that you will also obtain mercy so here the bible reveals that mercy is a harvest it's a harvest that comes only when you sow that seed of mercy blessed are the merciful very very powerful scripture matthew 25 this will be a long reading and then i'll begin to teach matthew 25 we'll start from verse 31 Now, look at this very interesting scripture. Jesus is teaching here, not another prophet, not another psalmist. He says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, we're reading down to 46, and all the holy angels with him, then he shall sit upon the throne of his glory. Uh -huh. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. He shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goat on the left, 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world, 35. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. This is God judging. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Look at that kind of risk. Naked and ye clothed me i was sick and ye visited me i was in prison and ye came unto me then shall the righteous answer him saying lord when saw we thee and hungered and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee drink 38 when saw we thee a stranger and took thee in or naked and clothed thee or when saw we sick or thee sick or in prison and came to thee 40 and the king shall answer and say unto them verily i say unto you inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of these my brethren ye have done it unto me then shall he say unto them that are the left hand depart from me ye cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels for i was an hungered and ye gave me no meat 
I was thirsty and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger and ye took me not in. Naked and ye clothed me not. Sick and in prison and ye visited me not. Then shall, he, then shall they answer him saying, Lord, when saw we this and that and that? Go to verse 45. And he shall answer them saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did, did not unto one of the least of this, you did not do it to me also. Right? 46, the last verse. And this shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Isn't it amazing the basis of the king's judgment? That he sat on the throne and began to tell the people that your crime and your offense is that you did not acknowledge that life was to be lived by the understanding of mercy. And he presented scenarios before them where they did not show forth mercy. Very, very powerful. So, not only is God a merciful God, believers are encouraged from scripture again and again that part of the attributes of God we must imbibe. It's not just faith. It's not just um, um, diligence and so on and so forth. But we must sustain the fortitude for being merciful. Jesus taught and mentored the disciples and all who listened to him using parables. It was his culture to communicate heavenly realities using parables. He would find um, um, expressions that related to their context to communicate kingdom realities. Are we together? And he taught many parables that revealed the mysteries of the kingdom to guide believers to a point of conformity to the nature and the character of the Christ. And I want us to look at three of these parables. We'll look at one per service. Are we together? Number one, the parable of the Good Samaritan. Luke chapter 10. Let's start from verse 25. Jesus is teaching now. And he's revealing to the disciples, showing them the system of the kingdom. He says, behold, a certain lawyer. So the, 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 the discourse starts with a lawyer coming to make inquiry he stood up and tempted him saying master what shall i do to inherit eternal life he said unto him what is written in your law how readest thou and he answered and said thou shalt love the lord thy god with all your heart your soul your strength and your mind and then love your neighbor that's where the trouble began when he began to talk about another person love your neighbor as yourself he gives you a standard to loving your neighbor that means before you love anyone you have to look at yourself the way you love yourself that means that when you do not love people is a reflection of a perception you have about yourself it says love your neighbor as yourself and he said unto him thou hast answered right this do and thou shalt live next verse but he willing to justify himself said to jesus and who is my neighbor story story let's go on now jesus is about to teach i love the way jesus you know he would answer you in a very intelligent way he would say now come with me he would journey through your mind and make sure that he explains to you in a way that leaves you convicted and jesus answered and said a certain man now usually parables do not have the names of people they, it, it just creates the personalities and then the lessons to learn except for the scenario of Lazarus it was a parable uh, well theologians argue that it was an event that really happened but then uh, it's also classified as a parable and Jesus answered and said a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho follow the story now and fell among thieves so this had nothing to do with the man's carelessness he was a man returning from a journey and he fell among thieves. The Bible says they stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest. Now, priests were after the order of Aaron. They were descendants and sons of Aaron. They were apportioned. Now, the, the priesthood had three categories. There was the high priest. Then they were the priests that served. And then they were the Levites who were descendants of Levi. Are we together now? And so he's saying now that a certain priest went down his way. And when he saw that man wounded, 
So that was a pastor. That was a man of God, an apostle, a prophet. He was on his way to church and he saw a man wounded, beaten, half dead. And the Bible says he passed by the other side and was on his way going. Likewise, the Levite. The Levites are like workers in church. They help in the keeping of the tabernacle. They help with all kinds of activities of deaconry activities, uh, all the auxiliary activities that support the work in the house. And here comes a Levite. A worker, trained, loves God, committed to a church. And when he was at the place, he looked at him. A man, do you think the man half dead would just be watching them? I'm sure he would beckon on them and say, please, what can you do? And they left him and said, no, 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 I need to run to church. And they looked at him and passed by the other side. 33. But a certain stand that in those days, the Jews hated the Samaritans. They were not... They were, they were enemies, they were rivals, they would have nothing to do with themselves. A certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, he came where he was. When he saw him, hallelujah, he had compassion. Everybody say compassion. He had compassion, and then next verse. He went to him and bound his wounds. Did you know that was a risk? Number one, it was in the night. Number two, if someone caught him doing that, he would believe he was the one who harmed that man and killed him. This was a risk. This man was taking his life, binding his wounds, pouring oil and wine, and set him on his own donkey and brought him to an inn and took care of him. That man suspended his journey. He suspended, he forgot about himself to attend unto a man that was wounded. Verse 35. And on the morrow, that means he spent the entire night there, an extra cost that was not initially, two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto them, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, that means I will still come back. I will come back and ensure that this man was alright. He says, I will repay ye. Which of these three thinkest thou was the neighbor to him that fell among the thieves? 37. And he said, He that showed mercy on him. He that showed mercy on him. Now here is the instruction. Jesus said unto him, Go, return with this revelation and reproduce that act in your life. I have taught you something about living that you borrow from the samaritan and that you go and begin to show seeds of mercy do likewise that means your neighbor is whoever needs your mercy anyone at all your relatives whoever it is now this looks like a very simple subject but it is powerful in the sight of god because every time you show mercy you also show gratitude it's, it's like communion you are you are reminding God that you are conscious of what he did to you through the substitutionary sacrifice of his son in the cross. The parable of the Samaritan. Go and do likewise. To plant seeds of mercy. Go and do likewise. More than anointing. More than diligence. More than faith. And you know, we live in a context today that is so self-centered we live in a context today that is so individualistic provided it does not come near your door it's none of your business are we together now and that is not the culture of the kingdom the bible says that we must go out of our way to sow seeds of mercy there are many people right now who are programming woes and disaster to themselves and their children. Did you know that there are people today in this nation who may not necessarily have any investments? They may not even be successful personally, but they took the risk of spending their youthful days sowing seeds of mercy and they are ripping off that harvest today. The seeds of mercy. The seeds of mercy. That you find lives that need the mercy of God. And you are there for people. You help them stand. You help them know God. You help them love God. Let me tell you. Not everyone will be ungrateful. You will find somebody who will remember you. He will meet you and say 20 years ago. You insisted. I told you I did not have transport to go to church. You said it's not a problem. 
took me out for lunch you made sure i got born again you followed up with me and now look what i've become and the person will vow and say provided i'm alive you will never beg for food again the parable of the good samaritan that it is not enough in the sight of god that you are a priest it is not enough in the sight of god that you are a levite did you know that some of the most anointed people some of the greatest preachers around the world sincerely speaking and respectfully so when it has to do with these issues of mercy and kindness and love some of the intelligent ceos some of the great people we are great in terms of our field our craft but once it has to do with human relations it's almost zero so you can have a preacher who can preach can cast out devils can raise the dead but after church he's walking and he sees a faithful member who had been cleaning the church and does not even bother this man is about to trek back home he can stop in his front and buy something worth one thousand and cannot say take a hundred naira don't worry your faith is working one day you will have a car let me encourage you listen edge yourself in the history of people let them rise knowing you were there don't come into their future and expect to be featured in their life if you were not there when people were at their down times don't expect to be invited at the table of greatness are you getting this now there are many of us today by the grace of god it is not really your certificate that will feed you it is not really um, your intellectual investment as important as that is as the days go by you will find out that you want to take your child to a school and you look at the proprietor and he says i know you remember in 1999 somebody who was crying one day and you say you are the one he said this is the lord's doing your child will become head boy head girl doesn't matter whether they are taking first position or not they they become an eternal excellency because of something you did listen i want you to look back today if nobody can remember you as they are rising is proof you are taking a risk you are sitting on a time bomb you must find people there are many of our elderly people today in their old age they move around as though they are cursed and you are wondering what did they do with their youthful days who did you raise when you were director who did you lift every time god prospers you use your blessing to create the history of impact in the lives of people there are people who can never go down they've raised too many people to stop them from touching the ground again please listen to what i teach you in this conference it is the wisdom that makes for living in the cosmos the little children that we see and push today tomorrow will be the ones to come and hold our hands this individualistic living i am happy i have a job i have this i am comfortable no do not make the mistake of esther she was forgetting about the jews and mordecai warned her and says you are taking a risk one day they will find out you are a jew and when they find out you are a jew you will not have any support system listen the person you ignore today will become your strength tomorrow. You must sustain the intelligence. Use your strength and invest it in the future by showing mercy to people. After church, you're on your way going. You see someone trekking. You can pick the person. Oh, have you eaten? It doesn't have to be every day. Let me do something for you today. Who are you? You are a member of household of David. Yes. And you are playing a message. Now the message you are playing will make sense to the person. Because it's coming forth from a life that is true. The purity of your Christianity is affecting, is making the person believe what he's hearing. And you leave the person with an impression. What is your name, sir? My name is John. He will write it in a diary and pray every day. And after 10 years, do you know that I had the honor and the privilege my principal many years ago sir one of the people who gave me a foundation of godliness i had to find a way of looking for him i searched for him and made sure that i blessed him and i told him i said that they should tell him that by god's grace you have not seen anything provided i'm alive 
just know that you made a very wise investment in believing in me and trusting me be careful who you don't believe in because sometimes you will be taking a risk when you don't believe in people and they still succeed sometimes they will go out of their way to teach you a lesson that you may teach your children and your children's children this is what you get when you come to church the wisdom seeds of mercy many people you will be merciful to will not recognize you many of them will not even appreciate you many of them will trivialize your impact don't worry the seeds fell on different kinds of soil not every soil is a bad soil there will be a grateful mother there will be a grateful young lady there will be a grateful young man who will stand up one day and say i must do this is there any man in the house of Saul that I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And that became the breakthrough of Mephibosheth. Let us make this sacrifice for the sake of our children and our children's children. That you may not have any naira and cobalt, dollar and pound, but you have the richness, the investment of a history that has lifted people you cried with people when they cried you were there when they lost loved ones you didn't come asking questions where is your faith no you sit with them there and cry and say it's all right god will help you one day you will come out of this oh i lost my father i lost my mother and you run away and then when they make it you come and badge into their future no no blow 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 like a mighty wind spirit of victory cover us listen to me many of our loved ones today would have had opportunities to be wealthy to be blessed but they misused precious opportunities that God gave them to sow seeds of mercy. There are people today who cannot walk down the street with their heads lifted. You know why? Because they misused the access, the opportunity that God gave them to lift others. Someone came and said, please, can you help me in school? Please help me. My school fees, I love God. You can come and donate even a billion naira in church which i commend but then that person is your relative and saying please okay don't give me the money give me a job to do let me walk say no get out of here and because the same lord is rich unto all god will route another way then you find out for instance that your own children now don't turn out to be anything useful and it's that same person who comes and is standing by you on the sick bed and your life is full of memories of pain please do not die in pain don't go to your grave in pain because of unwise decisions god is giving us wisdom this morning applicable wisdom that as you step out of here one day you can cook and just call everybody and say you know what i don't have the resources to do it every day but i can do it once and you you know People are so self-centered today, pastor, that anytime you are nice to people, they begin to suspect there must be something. They ask, what are you looking for? That's how wicked and self-centered our worlds are. You want to be a Christian? It's not only by praying in tongues. You want to be a Christian? It's not only by priesthood, of preaching, of teaching, of cleaning chairs in the church alone. Wonderful. But something about your life the seeds of mercy i made up my mind that by the grace of god i will fill my life experiences with being there for people with raising pe not because i'm looking for something in the future but it is a beautiful way to live to to know that you were there when someone was crying it was on your hands that their tears dropped that you are there for them and you know let me say this respectfully it's one of the blessedness of our foundations many of us grew up from families and religious contexts that they were not very open to the things of the spirit but they will be there for you someone dies in one hour you see people singing praise and worship songs to your house they will sleep there they will cry there you will not even know who was who had the bereavement but our generation today the moment you lose your job 
you lose whatever everybody backs out when god grants you breakthrough here they come again where were the friends of job he was the richest man in the east for a while they were there with him and then eventually they left and only his wife was there and job prayed and prayed for his friends and god restored his fortune i think chapter 42 and verse 10 and there all those people began to come back again please be part of the history of people i give you a secret of living a fruitful life i show you an investment that does not fail invest in the life of people rising not people who have risen you are a man of god do not ignore the young people who are in your church those young people praying they may make mistakes it's better that they make mistakes in your lifetime you are correcting them you are seeing it there their pride their foolishness their zeal you can call them and say look i love you but it ought not to be so yes the choir person is stubborn yes the usher is not listening it's better they make the mistakes in your lifetime are we together learn this from jesus mighty jesus MOG jesus comes to sit with little children and he says let the little children come to me there are adults that are hated by children because they have no sign of mercy they are anointed their ministry is only to adults when children hate you it's a sign from god that something is really wrong with your life i'm telling you this because they have the purest of heart if a child runs away from you unnecessarily go for a retreat you would think i'm joking but what i'm saying is very very serious the purity of their heart something about you should draw them to you if children come here now they don't care who is preaching on stage they should be able to come and and hold you and hit you and you don't just hit them and say i'm serious i'm serving god you are like the priest and the levite how many people have we ignored in an attempt to serve god the parable of the good samaritan do you know let me tell you this for those of you in ministry many of the people who will love you will not just love you because of the accuracy of your teaching many people who will love you will not only love you because of miracles signs and wonders let me tell you a majority of the people who will love you and stake their life and their loyalty they will love you because of an experience you gave them in God. Something that you did in their lives that will make them vow and say, you will be my pastor for life. We die together, we rise up together. It is not just good preaching. It is not just good singing. Let me tell you this. It is not even just good character. You must do something that touches people. There are politicians today, whether they are good or bad, they have edged themselves in the history of people too much to turn against them. How do you start fighting them? There's somebody you can help today. Right from now, you can begin to build pillars of mercy in your destiny. Listen, this is an assignment I'm giving you. That after service, you begin to say, this is intentional. I will start doing this now hello how are you i know that um things have not worked well i will transfer a little ten thousand now please use that money buy food for mama and let her know that it's with love from me the person will not say thank you and you say this is what i hate this is why i hate giving don't worry you will reap what you sow not where you sowed are we together because I know that many of us are saying, Apostle, I tried it before. You don't know my relatives. You don't know where I come from. Seeds of mercy. Seeds of mercy. The parable of the Good Samaritan was a revelation to us that no matter what it is that we are doing, God looks at our show of mercy. Be merciful. Sow that seed of mercy. Find somebody who needs you and be there for them pastors don't just preach and use members to build churches love them sincerely and be there for them members are first human beings before congregants 
are we together many people will tell you i love this man but it is not his message i love that woman but it is not their message they look at that compassion someone asks me and say apostle you are always a busy person and what have you really missed with all this lockdown i said i've not missed the adults i thank god for them but they have my teachings to listen to the real people have missed are my children that all these children just run and come as soon as you say may the grace of our lord jesus christ that's when their service starts the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit rest and abide what they just run they don't care whether you heal the sick you raise someone from wheelchair they will jump on you dirty you and you are the expression of jesus to them they cry coming to church because they crave for something about christ they've seen in your life while you are preaching they are sleeping they absolutely don't care but as soon as the service is over, you are busy sweating. They tap you and say, Daddy, I want Bobo. And now you don't know. It's, God is using them to remind you. Don't strangle compassion because of ministry. Don't be too adult that you forget the wisdom of the childlike living. Let me tell you this. Is God blessing us? We're going to pray. But that you should come for a church service and live wiser. These are the priests. You see, the benefit of what I'm teaching you will not be shown in one year. It will not be shown in two years. These are transgenerational mysteries. You're passing and someone's car spoils. And it's not like you're hurrying up going somewhere. You pretend as if you didn't see it. And you're playing a powerful worship song. Oh, I will do anything for you, Jesus. My Jesus my jesus you died for me and you pass someone and and you see this is why sometimes when god begins to bless and lift people you can't really see why he's doing it but they have a history and they've made god to covenant with himself and say this family will never beg for bread because of this do you know no matter how powerful the sermon is that i teach after one year you may forget you may just remember a few points no matter what happens in a meeting and a conference even if all of you stand up now and float in the air and sit down it will be news only for a few months but the kindness and the compassion you show someone that's not something that leaves their mind they will go back home and think they will learn lessons they will make vows are we together so God is answering someone's question. Apostle, why don't people like me? Nobody cares about me. Why should they? What seeds did you sow? It's, it's fraud to go to a farm where you didn't sow anything and be complaining that there's no harvest. When people run away from you and your personality is pungent to people, it's a message. It's not always an attack. Who can love you enough to say thank you for your preaching? thank you you are a ceo i don't love the ceo i don't just love the preacher i love the person if people love your office if people love your job alone if people love your talent and your skill alone you are in trouble because those things are transient they can come they can go but when they love you not just for who you are but the disposition you have you have so cultured yourself after the principles of the kingdom We love him because he first gave himself for us. The love of God revealed in that while we were yet sinners, in due season Christ died for us. Go, he said, and do likewise. Household of David, the body of Christ, listen to me, it's an instruction. Go and do likewise. That it, it should start right from this service. That you can write a resolution that on this day, at this wind of mercy conference i make up my mind that no 24 hour will pass without me looking for someone to sow seeds of mercy and i do it because i love god but i do it also because it's a fail-proof investment my children will eat from it my children's children will eat from it when you invest in real estate you have done well but the land cannot say thank you someone can even collect the land from you right 
when you invest in shares and put your money in another company wonderful the shares can rise you can make money you can also lose money but when you invest in men they are like mobile ATMs everybody will not fail hallelujah so make up your mind this morning that by the Spirit of God the self-centeredness the hatred the bitterness I will never forgive you till I die till Jesus comes well and you are even talking about heaven when I'm in heaven even when I see you how are you sure you are going to get there with that kind of attitude you see how we behave you want the gate of heaven to open for you with your attitude so that you will enter blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy are you ready to pray rise upon your feet you are beautiful in all your ways you are beautiful in all One more time. You are beautiful in all your ways. Hallelujah. Two prayer points and we're done for this first service. I'd like you to declare, Father, plant a seed in me that grants me the grace to show mercy and compassion. Let that seed be planted in me are you praying lift your voice and begin to pray i came to church this morning to learn i came to church to receive wisdom that more than my priesthood more than being a levite i must become a conduit of mercy a conduit of compassion a conduit of mercy more than my gifts more than my job more than my skill Go and do likewise. Go and do likewise. Go and do likewise. Go and help likewise. Go and support likewise. Go and be there likewise. Go and lift likewise. Go and invest in men likewise. Hallelujah. Now look up. You are going to pray and say, Father, take away unforgiveness. Take away bitterness. All of these attributes that choke our spirits, they don't look obvious, but they are dangerous. They will strangle the anointing from your life. They will strangle the, the 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 they will create haziness in hearing the voice of God. Clean my heart, oh God, and let me be in a position where I can love and show mercy. I'm desperate to experience the reality of the life of God, and I take away these encumbrances that stand between me and my intimacy with the spirit. Lift your voice and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Apostle, I bless my family members. They didn't appreciate me. Let it go. Let it go. God is the rewarder. God is the rewarder. Apostle, I bless my members and they are not there to appreciate me. In the name of Jesus. Apostle, I support my husband. I support my wife. I support my children. They are not appreciated. In the name of Jesus, continue that which you do. The Bible says to not be weary in well-doing. It says, for we will reap in due season if we fail not. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have five more minutes.
We'll have one more prayer and then I'll speak over your life. You are going to pray. Some of us have made mistakes of neglecting to sow seeds of mercy in the past. As it is right now, there is nobody in your life who thinks you are a blessing enough for them to stake their life to support you. It's a risk. You cannot live in today's world that way. If you don't help yourself, you are gone. Nobody can help you. If your hands are tied, you are finished. Nobody can say, I remember you. If no one can trace you to their lifting, you are in trouble. But the beautiful thing about seeds is you can start where you are. He told Abraham, from where thou art, lift up your eyes. So it's a lesson. We are going to pray. Because if you look back, there is no life you have raised. There is nobody you have helped. You've not sown seeds to anybody's life. Nobody has gone to school because you are alive. Nobody has known Jesus because you are alive. No discouraged person has found strength because you are alive. Nobody could, co could complete his rent because you got a job. It's too risky. It's too risky. You are going to pray. Lord, by your spirit, bring people who are worthy of help. Bring people who... Don't just pray and say, send helpers for me. Be the helper first. Grace to raise people. Grace to sow seeds of mercy. Lord, bring the people that I can begin to invest in. It may not be monitoring. It may be an advice. It may be a revelation. You help someone to strengthen their relationship with Jesus. You help someone to fund their skills. You must edge the impact. I show you a powerful secret this morning. That your 10 years can be secured. Your 20 years can be secured. Because like the good Samaritan. Do you think that certain man. When he becomes healed. When he becomes strong. Will he ever forget the good Samaritan? Hallelujah. Listen. I remember someone sending me a text one time and said, Apostle, I don't call you father just because of your spiritual impact in my life. I lost my father many years ago, he was saying. But you have held my hand and you have helped me and done everything a father should do. I remember crying that night, reading that text. I'm not a very emotional person. But there are text messages that touch me. Apostle, you're a mighty man of God. Lord, take the glory. And I turn and face my walk. Apostle, I got healed after your prayer. Wonderful. But Apostle, thank you for changing my life. While I was crying, you were there. Now, that is what, that is what breaks me. And I just sit down and say, Lord, thank you. That if I die today, my only regret will be that I didn't finish my assignment. But let it be that I can still live in those who are alive. Like Abel, though dead, yet speaketh. It is not just the longevity of your living, but the quality. People can carry you in their minds. They carry you in their memories. Their books are full of your name. They never say anything about their life without mentioning your impact. Truthfully so. They would teach their children. Any day you see this man and see his children, bless him. I pray for you. In the name of Jesus, the son of the living God. The grace to walk in the wisdom that mercy provides. May that grace be released upon you. In the name of Jesus. That the lesson that we have learned from the good Samaritan, this parable that Jesus gave, may you not make the mistake of the priest. May you not make the mistake of the Levite. In the name of Jesus, may your life be full of investments of mercy and compassion. May your days be full of investments of mercy and compassion. May your children eat from it. May those connected to you eat from it. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray for you. Listen to me. For those of you who have made the mistake of sowing trouble in your future by the way you have treated people in the past. By the way you have treated families in the past. By the things you have said about people. The things you have done to people. Some of you, they are your parents. 
some of you they are your relatives some of them they are men and women of god some of them they are your pastors they are your leaders in the name of jesus the the tragedy that you have programmed to happen in your future we intersect with the mercy of god let it not come to pass that the things listen the things that people have said in anger because of something you may have done in the name of jesus christ may the mercy of god intercept for you your children will not be victims of any speaking that was against you and i pray for you there are people here who are suffering the wickedness the bible says that um, the fathers have sinned and how did he put the scripture yes there are families here you even had to change your surname because the names seem to be padlocks and when they identify you with that name and that family it comes with memories they say which one which of these names the one i know yes you will not get this job again not when i'm alive i pray for you everything around your foundation that has come as a result of the ill doings of people and you have been connected through it by bloodline at this mercy conference let the blood speak for you in the name of jesus let the blood speak for you every door that has been closed because seeds of mercy were not sown in the past we declare again may god give you a fresh start by the power of the holy spirit you leave this service and in the name of jesus you will begin to command extraordinary results in the name of jesus christ lift your hands and give jesus praise thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make jesus christ the lord of your life coming into christ is beyond joining the church is beyond the religion it is joining god's family and that is done when you believe in christ jesus so i just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to christ just see after me say lord jesus i believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins i accept you as my lord and my savior and from today